shit now. It's late night and my mind is wandering. So, today, I went on a date and somehow the discussion of gender came up. And it's it's super important for people to know and understand these terms, uh, the difference between gender, the difference between sex, the difference between uh, gender identity. All of those different things are, they're all different. And um, <clears throat> it led me to just kind of sitting in the ideology of how our society is at an unbalance within their their gender expression and it's not so much on the physical level which is why we see a lot of taboo taboo things going on now um not to say like that anything is right or wrong but they're taboo, they're different. They're not as hidden as they were before, which, I mean, it could be a, a good thing, but in this type of world where everything is a, everything is, a, is an agenda in a sort, or on the spiritual realm where everything is kind of like the result of something else, then we don't really know, right? Like we're kind of just going with the flow. So hear me out. Let's first start with some definitions and terms. Now, as someone who studied child psychology, it was super important to get this part down packed because especially as a teacher, educator, especially in middle school, that was that was all I really seen was children struggle with the expression of their gender. Now, when a child is born, they are biologically assigned a sex, right? That's biology. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. I know that must suck. Um, so, for example, if a child is born a male, right, the doctor assigns him as a male due to the uh, neither region that shows a, you know, elongated organ with two balls, right? With two... (laughs) I'm sorry. It's not supposed to be funny. (laughs) Alright, wait, 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 wait. Let's get serious. Right? So the doctor knows that that's that's a boy. The organs are outwards. Now, let's say, for example, if a girl is born, right? The doctor assigns her as a girl because the organs are inward and it is obviously a female uh, phenotype neither region. That's sex. That's biology. Gender. Now, gender as its whole is those attributes that society has assigned to being a boy or being a girl, that's gender. 
it's not exactly gender identity. It's just gender. It's which energy or which sex do you do uh, does society place value on? So for example, gender expression for someone who is a boy according to society would be someone who likes maybe blues, blacks, browns, um, maybe grays, maybe reds if they're a little a little spicy, you know maybe they got anger problem. Um, anger, um, what else? Anger, not being able to be comfortable with their emotions, so emotionally unavailable, uh, violent, very physical, rough. What are some other gender things for guys? Uh, they're into cars or they're into sports or they're into uh, baseball, basketball, whatever, right? Those are all boys, things that we used to stay when we were closed-minded we would say oh that's for boys right playing sports um hanging around hanging out late night this that that's for boys right let's talk about girls so obviously pinks purples princess barbies um you know wearing like cute dainty little clothes um having your hair done bows lip gloss, you know, like you would say that's for girls, right? But it is society who determined what two genders existed. And the thing about society is that society society is emotional, right? So if society is emotional, and we all know, especially from beyond this podcast, that emotions are like the water, then that means that society's opinions and thoughts and ideologies are fluid. However, so is gender. Gender identity is fluid. It's gender fluidity, which means that somebody can swing from both genders depending on how they feel, right? Which is where we, especially for us born in like the 90s, 80s, 90s, we know about the term tomboys, where you would see a, a, a girl that is expressing her gender more so like a boy. She's wearing maybe baggy sweatpants. She's wearing a fitted hat. You feel me? She got on a, a, a biker jacket or a, a bubble jacket or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she looks like a boy. Like, but it's a girl. Those are all just gender identities and gender expressions, right? Which is the next definition. Even though someone can be born a female, right? That female may not fully identify with being a female, right? Like maybe she doesn't like pink and maybe she doesn't like, you know, being soft and dainty. Maybe she wants to play sports. Maybe she wants to go run. Maybe she wants to stay out late night. Maybe she wants to dig in dirt. Who knows, right? Here's where I think that we went wrong as a society. Where we went wrong was putting people in categories. Because that's why we see people just, you know, to me, like, it's like all hell is breaking loose now. And I mean that using the same example. That girl who is expressing herself 
as a boy, if she was allowed to express herself as a boy today and then tomorrow flip it and express herself as a girl the next day, which they do anyways, I don't think we would see as much LGBTQ misconceptions as they are. Because if the society was more accepting as a whole, then you wouldn't have to kind of stick yourself to one thing or another. Now, granted, there's some outliers who are like, no, this is me and, you know, whatever, whatever, which is fine. I respect that. But I'm just saying just society's mindset, society's paradigms has really shaped the world to a point to where it, it even affects the person on a on a micro scale. Like, literally, it's in your house. It's in your mirror. Society's voice pushing you to be one thing or another. All right, now that we got that, that out the way, I, I want to move past that. That's, that's not what this is about. I'm, I'm not going there. This in particular is about feminine energy and masculine energy. Because as you know, there is spiritual connections to everything on earth. As above, so below, just like in the Our Father, Our Creator prayer. That is going to show you that what occurs on the spiritual realm is also going to occur on the physical realm. So, for example, a lot of people who, uh, you know, maybe transgenders who go from one gender to another, right? Maybe they were they were forced to express themselves as a boy, you know, all their lives because of parental restrictions. But as they got older, they decided they want to make a transition and dress like a girl, right? That person can say that, you know, their soul, their soul, and this is why we have to be very careful when we're judging people because as someone who is heavy in the spiritual realm, I know exactly what this person is talking about. That person could say their soul feels like they were a girl, you know, like they were just more feminine. And that could be totally okay if we didn't have those restrictions, like these restrictions on on expressing who we are. I could wear a, I could be dripping in Louis. I've done it. I've had a Louis Vuitton fit head to toe. That was just one day, though. (laughs) Like, I I don't... It doesn't matter. That doesn't make me who I am. It doesn't make me, like, like bad and bougie. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a a one-day thing. So that's how we get ourselves into trouble because we perceive things and we think it's real. It's not. I digress. So when this gentleman or... Excuse me, when this this lady who was previously expressing her gender uh, or her child spent her childhood expressing gender as a, a boy and she grows up and now she says, hey, you know, I'm older. I feel more comfortable expressing myself as a, a, a female. Honestly, I respect that. Let me tell you why. Because everything is energy. Everything is energy. Souls, according to the Bible, have no gender and no sex. There's none of that in the spiritual realm, right? 
However, souls have a certain, it's a certain magnitude as to what kind of energy this soul is supposed to embody in this lifetime. And that's usually shown through your sex when you are born. So for example, if I'm born a female, actually, I'm going to use myself because I feel like I'm pretty androgynous sometimes. I'm going to use myself and I'm going to say that I was born as a girl, right? Um, But being born one in the 90s, it it really wasn't given much bows and, and clips and shit because... It was the 90s and being a tomboy was in and that's how all my pictures of me as a baby, a toddler, you know, like that's how I look, like a little tomboy. And that's okay, (laughs) right? Like it's not a big deal. However, as I grew up, I started to realize that I had a, a energy problem within myself. So... Growing up, like, as I said on my Miss Independent episode, growing up, you know, you, depending on the circumstances, you have to embody one energy more than the other. So usually our circumstances is just weird like that. So for example, a lot of females, a lot of women um, who are born into single, single mother families and stuff like that they are going to more so operate out of their masculine energy because they need to have that hunter-gatherer mentality because there is no equal balance in the household. So when there is no fathers in the household, the energy in the house is not balanced. And granted, that's not to say that I'm not considering mental illness, physical violence, mental violence. All those things are extremely important. And if you have those issues going on, seek help now. I'm just talking about the fact that there needs to be a balance. See, when you start a household off on one foot, it puts one it puts one gender per se at a certain pinnacle and the other at a very low low um even for example in situations where there was let's say mother and father in the house but let's say the father wasn't there let's say the father was always at work then technically that house is still missing that masculine energy because now the the mother is there too frequent now like it's like too much feminine energy and you'll see that a lot with like a lot of our our males a lot of our males uh to me and I only say I, I mean granted I be cursing them out and I say they bitch made and stuff which I mean for some of for the ones that I've encountered is kind of true a lot of the ones that I've encountered are kind of bitch made because it's like they they look at what their mother went through and it's like, because they mom probably hated women, they hate women. But but you fucking with women. So it's like, what? Your mom hated women for different reasons. Like, your mom hated women because maybe she had you young. Or maybe maybe your father left her for another woman. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you never know why your mother had that, that, um, that outlook. So for you to just grow up and now you hate women too, but you are a man who lay with women... Is so confusing, but it's all about energy. It's because that man, even though he was supposed to be brought up in his masculine energy, there was no masculine around to really train that energy up 
there's a scripture that says, train, train your child up in a way and he shall not depart from it or something like that. And to me, that's all about energy. So for example, if a male child is only around uh, women, right? At some form, like let's say for example, if that that male is supposed to be in a relationship or something, that male is going to start to seek external sources. And I think I had um, an episode talking about this type of stuff in one of my, I think, Black Men Rule, Black Men Rule, Black Kings. It was one of my old episodes for Black History Month, maybe last year. And I was talking about how a lot of our men, you know, they get overwhelmed with too much feminine energy. And that's why you see them like start to leave the house young. They're hanging out with their friends more often. they in the streets more often because it's too much. It's too much. And again, like I said in that episode, it's not to bash no single mothers. It's not to ba- I came from single mothers too. It's not to bash single mothers, but it's to keep it real. It's too much. It's too much. It's a misbalance of energy, especially when that mother now starts to look at her son because remember now the son, he have a little masculine energy there, you feel me? Now that she now that he's growing up and more so rounding himself out, it's like she's dependent on him to be her confidant, her her provider, her protector. But that's that's wrong. That's emotional incest, which is another episode that I have on here. Maybe I didn't release it. I should probably release it. I I think I think I felt like it was too controversial. And I didn't release it, but I think I think going with this, I probably release it because it, it goes together, right? Um, yeah. So that's why we will start to see a lot of like our young men start to like really break away, start to have attitude problems, anger problems, because they're overwhelmed with feminine energy and they don't need all that feminine energy. They need both. Boys need both. Girls need both. And that is how a child can truly understand, okay, well, you know what? I was raised with my mom and my dad, and I feel like it's best to express myself this way. And it could just, again, it could just be a hypothetical thing. I could just be high right now. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, it's, to me, there's like a mathematical thing going on here where the balance is off. And that brings me to the the next topic where one of the things that I always kind of felt like in my past relationships was that a lot of my exes were like, oh, Lord. I feel like a lot of them was like bisexual or something. Or a lot of them was like low key, you know, on the DL. And I say this because for me, even though I was brought up more so in masculine energy, it's like they really fucked with me when I was in that masculine energy. That's when they really fucked with me. Like when I would really curse them out, put them in a place, act crazy. Like when I was really taking action, taking the lead and doing all this this, this wild shit, they really fucked with me because I was acting like a nigga. But as soon as I really started to blossom in my feminine energy, I started to pull back. I started to withdraw. Instead of getting angry, I felt disappointed. Instead of yelling, I was quiet. Instead of, you know, going back and forth with them, I let them have it. Like, as soon as I really started to embody my feminine energy, it's like they hated me and they didn't fuck with me no more. And I'm just like, okay, that's weird. And granted, to be bisexual or to be gay, 
uh, it doesn't, to me, it, I don't think so. I don't think that you have to physically have sex with another man to be gay or bisexual. I don't think so. I think that if you have romanticized feelings for a friend or for the, the same sex, I think that's, that's enough. Straight up. Like, I had this one ex who, actually, this is the same pattern with all of them. I had these exes who, they'd be obsessed with hanging out with their friends. And it'd be, like, all a group of male friends. And they'd even try to, like, like the male friends who would try to break away from them and, like, have relationships and get married and settle down. It's like, they would be calling them, like, yeah, where you at? Yeah, what we doing? And it's, like, trying to make it seem like it's this bro thing, but no. You really don't like the idea of male and women. You don't like the idea of, of yin and yang. You don't like the idea of Osiris and Isis. Like, you don't like that idea. And that, to me, is the adversary. And that's why I feel like there's an agenda. It's not just about the outer expression. Because, like I said, I would never, I personally would never voluntarily date a man who I think is bisexual or is gay. I personally would not. However, it's like I was kind of fooled because they would, their gender expression would be like a nigga. (laughs) Jeez. Oh my goodness. But that ass, like, their gender expression would be, like, like a real hardcore guy. And not OD hardcore, because I don't like those types. Those types, I feel like, is really DL. Especially if they've been in jail more than, like, two, three, two, three, four times. After a while, I'm like, mm-mm. What you keep, what you keep going to jail for? What's in there? Because I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. You, you must got a man in jail, because there's no way that you keep going there over and over and over. I mean, unless, unless, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Unless you make it in the back. Like, if you make it in the back and you're going to jail a million times, I get it. But if you're not, come on. But one of the reasons to me that I feel like a lot of our brothers are on the DL or the download is because of energy. The more feminine men... The ones who didn't fight the overwhelming feeling of being drowned in feminine energy, those more softer men who've decided to be gay, per se, or decided to like sleep with men or whatever, to me, these are all my opinions. I know this is a very controversial uh, episode. I know, I know, guys, but I just have to talk about this like it's on my heart. Um, to me, I feel like they more so embody the feminine energy way more than a woman could because of the circumstances. Now, hear me out. When a man is raised in a household with a woman, whether that father is there in the household but always gone or not, that puts an over over expression of femininity around that young male child, Right? So his feminine energy is trained up to a thousand, but the masculine energy may be at like a hundred percent and that's it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all of a balance. It's not to say, like, that he's not masculine. Because even women, we have it too. Everybody has that dual energy. God, according to the Bible, God is both male and female. Because it says that we were created in his image. So when you translate that into spiritual terms, then that means that there is divine feminine energy within God. There is divine masculine energy within God. They both come together and that is the source that we know. Where we, as these little human vessels, we are formed as one gender, but we are to match with the opposite gender to bring us together so that we recreate the image of God, which is why we create children together and stuff like that, right? It's it's very, very straightforward to me, but you know, whatever. Um, so I feel like, a, a man who was raised in an environment, you know, but yet decided to express himself as a straight man, maybe, and this is usually like for that, those older groups of gentlemen, because for some reason is like during the eighties, nineties, early, early two thousands, that is like the gay shit just wasn't going down. It wasn't going down. It wasn't accepted. It wasn't okay. And if you even said that you thought that a guy was cute or if you even wore two earrings, like shit like that was like really, it was a drama. And I feel like it was a drama because it was still around the time where nuclear families were still together, right? Like there was still like some form, especially in the media, some form or or image of male female, you know, man and woman and child, right? So it's like, that was kind of too much going out of the box for society. Even though it was happening, it, it they didn't want to show it at that time. Um, so what I'm trying to say is that those same two males, right? So one male who was raised in an overly feminine environment, and decided to express himself as like, nah, I'm going to be myself. I'm, I, I like men, right? Just straightforward. And then that other male who is going to be, again, raised in the same overly feminine environment, but chooses to express himself as straight. Oh, nah, I'm not with that shit. I don't, I don't, I'm not gay. I don't be with niggas. I don't, but you, but you'll, you'll sleep with a guy. Sleeping with a guy is, is still gay. I'm sorry. I'm going to break it down. Um, anyways, so a lot of our men who we see today, they are more so on that side of, you know, I feel this way on the inside. I feel more feminine on the inside. I handle my problems in a feminine way. I think in a feminine way. I I eat, breathe, and sleep in a feminine way, but I'm going to act masculine or more masculine because that's that's what's expected of me but then when you when you hold the same standards of like wait no babe you're supposed to pay up all the bills they like what or no babe you're supposed to take out the garbage and shit like they like what or no babe you're supposed to fix the car like 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 you know what i'm saying it's like like now when they're in these straight relationships with women who were raised to see men in one way is like they don't see themselves in that way because they weren't raised that way. Usually their mothers overcoddled them, overbabied them, you know, forgave them when they fucked up, 
they they lied to their mothers in their face and their mother was okay with it because the mother identified this this young man now as her her damn almost damn near spouse giving him the same the leeways and, and gangster passes as she would her husband Instead of saying, no, this is another woman's husband. I need to train you up in a way that you will not depart from. I need to train you up in a good way. Now, granted, it's not to say all mothers. No, hell no. There's some single mothers who don't play that shit. And their sons is married and have a beautiful life and children and everything. But there's just certain there's certain family dynamics where X plus X created double X. Y per se. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it's like, you know, that could be another reason why we have these crazy dynamics between males and females where we just don't get along and we don't understand each other. Because as a woman, how come I know to go take out the trash, to go fix the car, to go do this, to go do that, right? Like, how come I know that? But you don't, or if I'm asking you, you're mad because you're not used to that. You wasn't raised in that same standard. Your mother didn't put that that same pressure on you that a girl's mother would have put on her to be able to survive in the world on her own, right? It's like like the males do to to me what was a society agenda um, thing. Like a lot of the males just are just way too feminine and they don't know how to handle shit. Like, for example, I, I could never really sit down and chop it up with none of my exes. That's why, we, that's why we didn't work. It's not that we didn't work because we were just like shitty couples and they were shitty and I was shitty. Like, no, being able to communicate would have helped. That would have saved the relationship. But I cannot communicate with another feminine energy. Like, and not to say that in per se, like, for example, if I'm, if I'm chopping it up with my homegirl, I'm like, yeah, girl, you know, this, blah, blah, blah. But I shouldn't feel like I'm chopping it up with my boyfriend. I'm like, yeah, girl, because, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because you're not my homegirl. You're supposed to be my man. You're supposed to, you're supposed to be able to lead us. Why? Because when I'm in my masculine energy, my masculine energy can lead. My masculine energy can can vision, has foresight, has insight. My masculine energy can plan, create, and produce some shit. Like, but your masculine energy is not trained yet, and that's a problem. And to me, that's why a lot of our brothers be on the DL with each other, because it's like they can relate to each other. Mmm. And again, this is not judging. We don't judge over here. We just we just talk. We just get our thoughts out. We just we just got Tourette's over here. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's why a lot of our brothers is on the download because they can relate more to their male counterparts than they can females because the females to the I'm not gonna lie. I, I can't even. I can't. I can't even lie to you. The females today is masculine as fuck. And I don't blame them because I get it. It's an imbalance. And a lot of it has to do with with spirituality. A lot of it has to do with who's present in the foundation. Who's not present. Who's present but is not present. Right? Like we really have to heal these family dynamics because they're getting out of control and now here we are in a generation where 
we like, oh, damn, what happened to this generation? Really? Really? Mm. I don't think think that's going to work. Because this is a problem that has been building up for a long, long, long time. So, um, yeah, yeah. And it's it's funny because it's like the female, spiritually the female knows that she's no longer wanted by her male counterpart. And I say this because you see females going hard. Like not only are they getting a degrees, they're they're buying houses, they're buying cars, they're having children on their own, like not only that, but just even like they they're still trying to grasp the attention of their male counterparts by continuously trying to conform to societal standards of what they said that men liked. But the thing is, is that our one our men never said that shit. That agenda was pushed down our men's throat to like a certain type of body shape or a certain type of skin color or a certain type of hair. If if we never had TV and shit, trust me, our men would be obsessed with us. Just like every other culture's men is obsessed with them because they've they seen that growing up. They seen they seen a white couple be happy as fuck and have children and everything. So they they feel comfortable being what they own. Look at our media. Our media shows a black a black man, a black woman, they fight and they on drugs. They, they got the kids on drugs or a kid is selling drugs. And like, it looks like a disaster. And let's be honest, no matter how much pro-black or Black Lives Matter you are, you too know that you don't identify with that type of lifestyle because you know it's wrong because we've all seen it or been around it or been in it. So that's why a lot of us, we just don't even resonate with that shit. So you know, especially our men. Our men are so susceptible because remember, our men is they a little bit more feminine now. The feminine energy is more susceptible. The feminine energy is more gullible and more, you know, just subservient and just goes with the flow. Like that's feminine energy. And again, I'm not talking about male and female. It, this is deeper than that. It's just deeper than rap. This is deeper than just what we appear on the outside. However, the spirit on the inside is what is controlling a lot of us subconsciously. So again, when you have all these DL brothers running around, it's like, damn, little do you know, you just need to balance out your masculine energy. And that will make you either be able to come out straight forward and say, I'm I'm gay or I'm bisexual, or you just won't do those activities at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you have to be able to call yourself out. But if you're moving like like a female, if you're moving like more so on the undercurrent, um, more so in in the midst of things, like like a like a like a Slytherin or some shit, when you moving like that, you living in darkness. And darkness to me is the absence of light. The absence of life to me is the absence of balance. You need to balance out your energy. And this goes the same thing for females. A lot of our females who have had bad experiences with men and they they decide that they want to be bisexual or lesbian. It's like, that's cool. But just remember that your girlfriend, your wife, whoever, 
if she also has a, a imbalance with her her spiritual divine feminine divine masculine energy you're gonna have conflict in those relationships too <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like it's, it's gonna be conflict in both relationships because this is not about LGBTQ at all this is actually even deeper than that this is before that this is spiritual so when I so sometimes when I be looking at like a lot of like um, people from like the again eighties nineties I don't know something about that it's like a closed minded era which is funny because that's Pluto and Libra oh but that makes sense Pluto and Libra is all about balance the balance of male and female so it's like y'all y'all couldn't help it in that generation anyway um, yeah it's like. When I think about that generation and the fact that they were so, like, they thought that being straight was, like, just, you know, like, the top of the top. But, yeah, it was all this love is blind and y'all gonna make me lose my mind and, and all this crazy shit coming out in the songs. But it was a reflection of the pain that was in the communities. So, and a lot of them were straight. So that didn't matter. It didn't matter. You have to be able to balance your energies. When you really come to a state of equilibrium with both your divine masculine and your divine feminine together, you can really start, you, like, you can start a whole new life. You can start a whole new chapter because you accept both parts of yourself. You accept both those feminine qualities that are more nurturing that are more caring, that are more stable and calm, right? But then you can also accept your your masculine traits, your divine masculine traits. You feel me? That that leader, that provider, that protector, right? And like if you're whole, this is why I don't like that, oh, you're the other half of me type shit. Nah, because it's not always going to work like that for a reason that we just discussed. If I come 100%, 50% feminine, 50% masculine. I'm 100% whole. And you come 50% feminine, 50% masculine, you are whole. We could both get in a we could both agree. We could come in agreement because we're equally yoked. Or or if we're talking about a traditional relationship, I come 100% feminine. You come 100% masculine. Now we can both have a harmonious environment. But if I'm 100% masculine and you 100% masculine, that's that's breeding grounds for turmoil. That means that we're going to be button heads. We're going to be colliding. We're going to be fighting. I'm going to be decking you in your fucking face. Like, and I know that because that's, you know, anyway. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can't have a household like that. So I know that you know everybody's trying to date and find true love and shit like that. But really, really consider this. And and I don't know. Maybe we gotta shape it into a question that we ask on like this second, third date. Like you know what what is your spiritual gender? You feel me? Are you more? feminine or are you more masculine because I'm more feminine so I would need a guy that's more masculine you know what I'm saying like we need to balance it out so that we can start to have more healthier relationships that are more truthful 
and more straightforward and that we don't have to box ourselves in, you know? Like, for example, with me, a lot of the guys that I I spoke about, again, like I said, I felt like they had some, you know, some little secrets and stuff, and I respect it. I, I respect it. However, what I didn't... What I wish that I knew then that I know now is I wish that once I noticed that through their actions, through their words, through their their lack of consistency, um, you know, can't keep a promise, doesn't take action or takes action to do stupid shit, like all that type of stuff. If I knew that from before, I felt like that would have helped me make a better decision to not engage with them for a long time or not to consider them at a partner type of level because you can't be my partner. I have some very intimate friendships with a lot of my friends and majority of them are females, like very intimate relationships. Like we're there, I'm there through thick and thin, you know, no matter what goes on, I'm there for you. However, I know that my friend is not my partner. You feel me? Like is is boundaries. So therefore, when I'm looking for a relationship, yes, you need to be my friend, but can you be my partner? Are we going to be equally yoked in this bitch? Because if we're not, then it's going to be chaotic and chaos is not an environment that I want for my children. Deadass. Like I already, I know that and I'm not, I'm not even moving on it an inch. So once I see that the energies are just not giving what it's supposed to give, I'm out of there. I don't have time to to do the research and and discover your truths and 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 figure you out before you tell me who you are. No. I very much so know who I am. I'm very much so in my feminine energy. I'm not doing the fighting and battling with nobody. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about nothing. Like, I wouldn't need to be in a relationship with a man that feels like he has to put me in my place because you would need to. If you're doing what you're doing, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, I ain't got shit to say. I'm going to be smiling. I'm going to have my feet up. I'm going to go do my toes, my nails, my hair. I'm going to be looking cute. I'm cooking. I'm cleaning washing up the clothes, folding the clothes, putting it away. We about to chill. We about to do this. We, like, we about to plan a vacation. Like, that's that's like, that's the type of time that I'm on right now. So if a man cannot come into my life and give me a soft life, or not even give me a soft life, because I've already given myself a soft life, but if a man can't contribute to the soft life that I've already created for myself, then I'm not interested. I'm not because I am a hundred percent in my divine feminine energy of just receiving. I just want to receive. I don't giving what giving what. Only thing I got right now to give is hugs and kisses and some kind words. That's all I have to give right now. I'm in an energy of straight receiving. And I'm going to receive up until I can determine that I can trust you enough. And if we decide to take this to the altar, then then here you go, whatever you want. But I'm on some real divine feminine shit. Like I'm not I'm not doing that that crazy shit. I'm not. I'm not. 
I'm not going back and forth with nobody. That's too masculine for me. I'm not chasing nobody. That's too masculine for me. Uh-uh. I'm not questioning nobody. That's too masculine. I'm not taking action. I'm not looking for you. I don't give a fuck. Up. Oh, didn't work. Oh, yeah. all right. Take care. Like, straight up. <laughs> I just can't. I, I can't see myself doing that shit. Like... No, I'm way too balanced now. I've done way too much inner child work to balance myself off to go back to past behaviors that were unsuccessful for reasons, obviously, that I've fucking listed for 45 minutes now that I already know. I already know why it's like this. I already know why my last relationships failed. I already know. Like, I already know. I don't know everything, but I know that. And I know that that's dumb to know better and not do better. Anyways, y'all, mm. I hope I covered everything that I planned to cover, but if not, we'll do a part two. Um, this was some late night vibes, and I'll talk to you soon. Love you.